Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Unwatchables. I am here to give you some secret information, the most secretive information, in fact. Information neither Disney nor Lucasfilm would ever give you. I am here to tell you the full power, no, the true power, of the high ground. You all remember the iconic line from Revenge of the Sith, the one that inspired many a child to do great things, the greatest quote in cinematic history, I dare say. Pure golden script writing. At this point, you must know what I'm talking about, but if not, first of all, you're uncultured swine. Secondly, here is a beautiful Oscar-worthy reenaction. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. You underestimate my power. Don't try it. Oh, my limbs. Now I'm going to have to go become Darth Vader sometime later. Maybe and maybe take over the galaxy at some point. Who knows? Ah. Oh, that was so beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> I think I just shed a tear. <laughs> okay, Whew. I think I recovered a little bit. Hopefully that won't happen again. Uh, in case you're still in the dark, by the way, the line I was referring to was, I have the high ground. I think that was obvious at this point, but you never know, so. But now, the moment you have all been waiting for. I will reveal the secrets that have been stored away in a deep, 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 deep... Two hours later. Deep, deep, dark cave. The true source of Obi-Wan Kenobi's power. The high ground. Wait a second, wait a second. I know you're all very anxious to have your questions answered. And answer them I will. With facts. All he has to do to win is to have the high ground. Simple as that. But what are you saying? He wins from the low ground against Maul and Grievous, so your theory is impossible. Patooey! If you think about it, the low ground can be the high ground from a certain point of view. Think about it deeper. His first lightsaber battle ever, in the movies that is, he fights Maul and he falls into the pit, thus taking the low ground. Which means, from a certain point of view, he has the high ground. A weird point of view, yes. But as the saying goes, points of view are in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, that's not a saying, is it? Well, you get my point, you get my point. The thing is, from the certain point of view, he has the high ground, and he whoops Maul, cuts him in half. Boom, no legs for Maul. He won, because he had the high ground. The next lightsaber battle he fights in against Dooku in Attack of the Clones, he loses, because he doesn't take the high ground or the low ground. They're fighting on an even playing field, so his powers are useless, and there's nothing he can do. He rematches Dooku at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Once again, he loses. He was not able to take the high ground or the low ground. Hmm. Dooku must be a master at countering the power of the high ground. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of The Unwatchables. I'm here to tell you about why I believe Dooku's true power stems from the power 
of the even ground. We continue through the various battles where Obi-Wan swept the competition with this strange yet powerful ability. Moving on to Grievous, where he falls off a cliff once more in a similar situation to what happened with Maul, and once again, takes the cake. And then, we come to the final battle, the ultimate battle, the battle where he reveals this power to us, the battle where he unleashes his full potential, the first battle where he truly takes the high ground. Him and Anakin battle back and forth and back and forth on the flat ground, and the battle remains even, until in one fell swoop, Obi-Wan makes that move, taking himself up to that elevated plane, and relieving Anakin of all of his limbs in one fatal swipe, easily winning the day, all thanks to the high ground. Unlike when he had the low ground, when he was only on the high ground from a different point of view, which weakened his power, but still gained him a 100% chance of victory, he now has the undeniable high ground, and thus, Anakin has an undeniably non-existent chance of winning. Do you believe me now? Good. And if you still don't, then let me draw your attention to A New Hope, when he takes on Anakin, Darth Vader, again, and dies. He was in the flattest of areas, no high ground, no low ground, which means he never had a chance. There is one last point that I need to bring to the table to cement this as canon in your brains, and that point is Order 66. Obi-Wan is one of only two Jedis to survive, and guess where he was when the Order was carried out? You got that one right. He was on the top of a mountain far above his clones. Do I have to say anything else? He had the highest ground possible. And because of that, he survived when he shouldn't have. End of story. So there you go. I've covered merely the surface of all the evidence that shows us the source of Obi-Wan's power. Please don't tell Disney I told you, by the way. I'd rather not have my podcast shut down. So yeah, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys later. Hey guys, um, I'd like to thank you all so much for watching that episode. Uh, I know it was really weird and different and kind of cringy compared to what we normally release content-wise, and I know also that the, the theory was kind of a joke. I mostly chose that one just for fun, but we wanted to try out a sort of different form of content, you know, something more polished and slightly more edited. And we decided that would be easier if one of us tried to take on the project alone. So this is the first ever solo episode on our podcast. And who knows, maybe there will be more to come. Maybe we'll polish it and fine-tune it so that it becomes even better for you guys to listen to. But I know this one was... its, it's a t We're testing it out. We're testing it out. It's not, it's not completely in its final form. It's not great. It's kind of cringy. It's... It's pretty much a joke. No one's ever going to agree with that theory. I don't even know if I agree with that theory myself. <laughs> but thank you so much. Like, thank you, actually, for listening to this whole thing. Because this one took, even though it's really short, it took a long time to put together. Because we had to polish it off and fix all kinds of mistakes and tons of takes. So, and script, the script writing took about 
two or three days just of work on that. So thank you so much for listening, and I'm going to let you go. I will see you on Friday, and I think Jackie will be back for another episode of The Unwatchables. Thank you.